Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Beck looking inside, nothing there. Spits it out to McDaniel. Exactly one minute to play. Shot clock to 10. Beck to the baseline. Spits it out to Stewart. Right side, Thurman. He's open for three. Good! Scotty Thurman with his third three. Arkansas leads it by three with 48 seconds to go. Well, gee, Coach, have you ever heard that? Uh, I have heard that. Okay. Very good. Because when you participate, sometimes you never get to hear or see those things. Well, I, I heard it just once. That was pretty interesting to, to listen to uh, to them to call the how they call the game. Uh, yeah, you know, that that I remember. Uh, I remember hearing it once or twice. I'm not that surrounded any, but yeah, that was a great feeling. All right, coach, okay. if you'll bear with me, hang with me. I'll play it one more time. Here we go. Beck looking inside, nothing there. Spits it out to McDaniel. Exactly one minute to play. Shot clock to 10. Beck to the baseline. Spits it out to Stewart. Right side, Thurman. He's open for three. Good! Scotty Thurman with his third three. Arkansas leads it by three with 48 seconds to go. You know, Coach, Mike Nail said Scotty Thurman was open for three. He wasn't open by much, was he? <laughs> the defender pretty no, close. I, I tell you, the, the, the thing that was real weird was the fact that the, the pass went to Dwight Stewart, but he bobbled it. Yeah. Because he was wide, you know, he was wide open. Yeah. It wouldn't matter if he take in the shot or not, but his presence of mind, he just whipped it over to Scotty, and, and, and of course, Scotty put a little more elevation on his shot. And, and he, he's made that kind of shot before. And and I tell you what, it was raindrops. Uh, it was, that was the greatest feeling that you could have after winning, you know, playing a national championship game. He had made those before. Just think, <clears throat> Dwight Stewart's chance to be a legendary Razorback, and he passed it to Scott Scotty Thurman, who became a legendary <laughs> Razorback because of that shot. Isn't that interesting? Just fumbling the ball. Otherwise, Dwight's name might be named remembered forever, just like Scotty's is. Well, you know, the, 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 the fun part of it is, as a coach, who made the greatest assist of all time? <laughs> huh? you know, there you go, they, Dwight Stewart. You know, with, that, that's, the, that's the difference in, in the way maybe I, I think in, 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 about things. But well, what an assist. I mean, <laughs> you know, for what Dwight had to do, I mean, the thinking cap just bang, 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 and you have to make decisions. And that's the game of basketball, as I say and teach over and over again. It's all about decision making, mm-hmm. and and that decision to get him kicked, which he didn't get a get grip on it, was absolutely phenomenal. So I go, he'll go down in the history book <laughs> as the greatest assist that's ever been assisted. That's pretty good, you know, Coach. That it's hard to imagine. That was 28 years ago. But do many days pass when if you're out somewhere, somebody doesn't mention winning the national championship to you? Oh, that's all the time. Uh, you know, it's amazing. You know, it's like something that lives on. And, and, it, and it lives like it just happened. 
years, as you mentioned, 28 years. I mean, I wouldn't even, if someone would ask me how long ago did you win it, all I could tell them is the night we won in 94, you add all up the rest of the numbers. <laughs> but, but I tell you, it's, a, it's amazing how something of that magnitude can stay and stay. And it, it's like forever. It, it, it's always there. You know, coach, you, coaches burn to win, and you'd have loved to won 10 of them. But very few win one. I think sometimes we take that for granted. We think, oh, gosh, need to win another one. Winning one is something a lot of people never experience. Rick, you're right. You know, there's a lot of great coaches that never even got to the final four. You, you're talking about getting to a place. To get to play in the national championship, you must get to the final four. And let me tell you, there are a lot of major, major guys that have never been to the final four who've had phenomenal seasons. Uh, so, Getting there is quite a chore. Winning yeah. it all is really big. So, Coach, Coach do, you, you, but do you believe you have to have a little bit of luck to win one? Luck? I mean, regardless, it seems like the talent that you may have. Uh, absolutely. You know, I, I don't. don't I, you know, I, you, you, you've got to have some luck. I mean, but sometimes uh, a, a pass or a bobble, there would it is a the bobble. What if that ball had not been bobbled or went through his hand and he wasn't able to make that that type of pass? You know, anything can happen uh, that, you know, a lot of us might call it luck. And But when, to me, the harder you play, the better you play, the luckier you get. <laughs> Yeah. You know, Coach, I, and I, I think... And me, as I, as I, and I always said, it was a blessing <laughs> instead of luck. You know, it, it was a blessing that we were able to pull that off. Uh, I remember talking to our players about, you guys go out and make me a profit. Profit is I told you we can do it. And, and, and we haven't done it yet. So go out and, and make me a profit. They did. As, I told you that. As great as, as as great as that team was, <clears throat> my observation was always your best team was the 1991 team. And had it not been for some guys getting hurt in the first half against Kansas, I think that team would have won the national championship. Did, what do you think about that? You know, Rick, when, when I go over what we've done over the past year, there's a possibility that there's could have been three national championships. Yes. And of course, Todd Lee and and and, and that bunch was one of the first ones that probably could have done at one of those points because they got to the final four as sophomores. I think the next year, the one that we got beat in the game against Kansas. Yeah. To me, we had a great opportunity to win it all that we got by that game. Yeah. And, and so uh, you get that, and then you, you get a chance to win one. And now you, in 95, you know, I, we played North Carolina, and, and basically I felt worried about North Carolina than I did the UCLA as much. <laughs> yeah. But even if we could have pulled that off, Scotty and, and, and Dwight, I mean, and, and Big Nasty are just 
juniors. So yeah. I, again, I, I have a feeling that had we won that, those guys would have came back huh. to, to to get a repeat, a, 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 a three-peat. Yeah. You know, that's how close we were to me being national championship more than one time. Think but just, back to, just to have that opportunity more than one time. Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal for us to have gone that far. Think back, because we, we watched those football games on Sunday, and they're absolutely phenomenal. And you look at Tom Brady, he's won seven Super Bowls. Didn't get there this year. So you think back of what it was like for you in 1991, thinking you had a national championship team. What's it like for an athlete or a coach when the season ends and you felt like there was still so much more? You know that's that's the hard part. I I think when when the season ends and you and you really thought you had a really legitimate chance of of winning it all, and, and it doesn't happen somehow. Somehow the season that you had was great, but you, you don't put it in that perspective that it was so great because if it had been great, you won it all. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes we were very very uh, harsh on ourselves a lot more. And fans would be sometimes. Uh, I know that sometimes, as a coach myself, uh, I not only looked at our players, I also looked at uh, our, myself. Uh, what what kind of decisions could I have made to have had a better outcome of what happened? So there's no question. There has been times that I, I feel I felt. It's something I could have done and didn't do was the difference between championships. Well, Coach, you were you were talking about blessings uh, rather than luck. Well, I think in '95 it was a little bit of blessing, but maybe a lot of luck. I go back to the Southern game, uh, which was the opening game, escaping right. that one, and then you turn around. Right. If it had not been for Lawrence Moton. Uh, requesting a timeout that wasn't available to Syracuse. Who knows right. how that one might have ultimately finished out. So, yeah, it's 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 good to have, you know, a little bit of luck and uh, certainly the blessings we'll take that, that go along with it. Um, changing gears for a moment. Today uh, it was announced that uh, the University of Arkansas will have not one but two players who will represent the University of Arkansas and the respective high schools uh, in the McDonald's All-American game. That is Nick Smith Jr. and Jordan Walsh. Did you get caught up sometimes or ever really thought, man, that kid's a McDonald's All-American? What I mean, did that mean anything to you at all as a coach? Not, not really. You know, I was probably – I, I said things like, we don't have McDonald's All-Americans, but we sure got some Burger King. Yeah, we got some Burger King. I remember that line. <laughs> Great line. Yeah. Yeah. So so I took pride in the fact that, that you know, we, you know, again, Corliss was a McDonald's. Uh, you know, uh, Ron Urey was close to being one. He played in one of the biggest all-star games that high school can, can have in Detroit. I went out and watched him play that. And, he was the MVP of that that game uh, with some great great players, but uh, I, I I never got caught up in any hype. You know these uh, the guys writing writing about how great this kid is, and 
one time I did something kind of while I was a high school coach, and I and I and I I, I was trying to make a point that I could fix a, 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 a stat sheet up so so powerful that people would come see this kid play, and he didn't even exist. Because to me, that's the same thing that happens all the time. We we all of a sudden have made recruiting a, a sport. Oh yeah, you know uh-huh. we can't hardly wait for the, to find out who got the number one recruiting class. I mean, yeah. who cares? Hell, you got to play. And so I never, I, I wasn't one of those guys. I wasn't a stat. I didn't like stat people. I didn't. Uh, you know, I'd go out and try to find the best player that fit my my feel of the game. Uh, I, I love athletes, kids that are six four, six five, six six. They're, that's my type of player. Uh, I wasn't into getting seven and seventeen. If it came along, fine, but it, it wasn't something that I uh, I thought I had to have in order to win. So, no, again, I I was not. Uh, you know, you could have been 51st. Uh, I see Pat. I said, Pat, I don't know what number you were. They don't know this. You didn't have numbers when you were playing. <laughs> you know, but I need to tell you something. You played like you were the best McDonald's All-American. And, 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 and those are the kind of guys that try to come out and prove that they're as good as the guys that were McDonald's All-American. Kareem Reed yeah. was, was a McDonald's. Yes, he was. Uh, and of course. Uh, uh, you know, I had that. Uh, Corliss Williamson, Mayberry and Day. See that? You got Todd Day. Yep. Right. Um, Lee Mayberry. Yep. Lee was McDonald's, but uh, when you look at McDonald's, what what were they? Uh, McDonald one, McDonald two, McDonald three. <laughs> what? You know, McDonald four. I don't know. All I know they were the number one special play. coach. That's right. Were you, <laughs> Were you a Big Mac or just the fries? Combo that's, bill. That's yeah. uh, yeah, <laughs> they were the so Burger King and Big Mac. That's all I wanted. If it was first Big Mac, you you got a chance to play for the Razor. Coach, I, coach, I got to tell you this story real quick about Burger King. Uh, I was at that time the voice of uh, I can't remember if it was Arkansas State or if it was UALR. It doesn't matter. Uh, but we were in uh, Edinburgh, Texas, playing. UT Pan America, and mm-hmm. at halftime, one night we were there. The promotion, they were tossing the cheerleaders or whoever was tossing Burger King burgers <laughs> into the stand, and then a different night, different promotion, they were throwing tacos into the stands, and um, <laughs> I'm thinking only only in West Texas where the would this happen? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, a, a short story behind that one is just, well, I coached at Tulsa, and, and uh, we we played Oral Roberts at the time, and that's a big rivalry. And, and on the floor of Oral Roberts, it says, expect a miracle. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I told them that, you know, the Burger King people said if you if you win and score over 100 points, everybody gets it. Everybody with a ticket gets a free Burger King. So I asked the president, can I break it on that expect the Burger King? 
the Burger Man has always been my friend. So I tell you, boy, I, I tried everything I knew how to get to, from business. <laughs> Coach, uh, you, uh, before we get to the break, and I know there's another subject we want to broach tonight, too, so we may wait until after the break, give you time to talk about it. But uh, we do want to give a plug to the Von Richardson Memorial Foundation. And uh, before I give the way that people can contribute, is there something you'd like to say about the uh, Yvonne Memorial Foundation tonight? Yes, as, as usual and always, uh, it, it's been really great helping those who are less fortunate. And again, if, if, if you uh, have anything that you can help and donate to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, it will certainly help me help those who are less fortunate. And and we have uh, quite a few of those uh, charities that we have to try to help uh, as much as we possibly can. So, again, uh, I'm asking, begging, crying for help, and so I can help those who can't help themselves. So if you have any amount, whether it's ten dollars, hundred dollars, or a million dollars, you know, you and and you want to be you somebody that all. you can, you somebody that you can trust with your money, who's going to help those who need help, you can do it two ways. You can write a check, and you can mail it to Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation, and the address is four zero five seven North Humount, H U G H M O U N T Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas. 72704. Now, the younger generation, we know they give in different ways. Most of them use a credit card or PayPal or however you want. You can go to give to Yvonne, give to Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E dot com, give to Yvonne dot com, and you can do it that way. So, uh, always happy when uh, when you can give some help. Coach, I think Randy's got a call for you here. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. All right, let's talk with uh, Ricky. Ricky, good afternoon. Yeah, he, Do you have a question or comment for Coach Richardson? Yes, sir. First of all, I want to talk, say, Coach Richardson, thank you for your service and the years you put in Arkansas and bringing our first national championship in 1994, then taking it back in 95. But what I want to talk about, I heard them say we struggling at the point guard position, but we got a true point guard at that KK Robinson. I don't understand why he's not playing. Then you got a kid that could possibly be a game changer who is Connor Vano, who's 7-3, that can shoot three ball, extra free throw shooter. But for some reason, his minutes have diminished, and KK minutes have never, ever went past. I, he probably hadn't played 30 minutes the whole season, and we're halfway through the season, but we're struggling with a point guard like Likes that, you know, who to me is a tournament where it happened, but you got a kid like KK Ross, who's the top 100 in the country, who's not getting touched the floor. So what's your take on that, Coach? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Thank you, Ricky. Nolan, do you want no, enough to know? Some of kind of mush. I couldn't understand some of it. He was asking about this year's team struggling with a point guard, and you've got a true point right. guard in K.K. Robinson who's not playing very much. And also mentioned that Connor Vanover, the 7-3 guys, minutes have diminished, and he was asking what you think of that. Okay. You know, the, the thing that you got to understand with coaches and coaches that are, you know, what – Coach Musk does is, is he sees those guys every single day. And, and every day he knows exactly what they're capable of doing or not doing. And, and sometimes they're not doing and sometimes they are. Uh, 
to comment on the fact that the coach's opinion of what he thinks of his players, that's that's the thing that I tell any young coach. It's all about you. It, it has nothing to do with anyone around you. you. You know, they have got to see through your eyes what you want done as, as a, from, from a player's standpoint. So, you know, there's, there's some young people that lose their confidence and, and it's easy to lose confidence for some of them. And there's some that work real hard and, and not lose confidence. So right now, I think some of the things that are happening is confidence is more than anything else. We're confident, as you now know, when the music plays, it's time for a timeout. Good job there, Coach. And uh, that leads us to a subject, Randy, we want to broach when we come back after the break. Very good. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, and the coach, Coach Nolan Richardson, being brought to you by Slim Chickens. Stay tuned. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. And Coach Nolan Richardson and Rolling with Nolan is brought to you by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. And don't forget the Chicken Tender Hungry Meal. That's seven chicken tenders with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. There's the eight wing meal. That's eight chicken wings with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. And then there's the combo, the five chicken tenders and the five chicken wings, all in one meal with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. Serving Central Arkansas, now Cabot. That is Slim Chickens. We've got Coach Nolan Richardson on. Coach, you mentioned earlier about some things you tell young coaches. Now, now you've been out of coaching for a while, but do you have an opportunity sometimes to share with coaches maybe how to begin a program or steps to take to be a, from go from high school to college? Is there advice that you give younger coaches? You know, uh, Rick, it depends on the level of the coach, whether or not he's, he's going to be a high school coach and wants to move on, which is today is totally different than, than the years that I when I was coaching and just starting out to get into a college. Uh, a lot of high school coaches thought they might have a chance if they had good high school teams and was able to move on. But probably the easiest way to get into the, the college game is to wherever you went to college, wherever you played, try to get on their staff or in any capacity to be able to do that. Are you there? Yeah, we're still here. Somebody's okay. trying to reach one of us, not me. Well, my phone never goes off. It's on silent, but it did that time. Sorry I think it was because that. Coach Richardson is on. He intimidated yeah. my phone. Could have been a young coach calling for advice, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's one one way is staying where you are, coming out, trying to hook up with, with their programs. And, and as long as you stay around the college game and, and, and you know, in the days where they used to have camps for their 
their their youngsters. Uh, you, you would even volunteer or ask for a job, uh, giving you a chance to, to network a little bit with coaches that come in. Uh, those are some of the ways. Uh, I, I think when it comes to a, a high school job, you know, it's best to try to do the best job you possibly can uh, in understanding the game and and not being afraid to, to take in some 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 uh, I would say uh, go go to a clinic, you know, go into the clinics and and find out some of the things that you you might know or you may not know uh, and use in your high school deal, uh, style of play. Uh, you, you know, do you want to run? Do you want to press? Do you want these things just don't come. You, if you're going to be good at it, you, you've got to invest the time and, 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 and you got to invest a lot of time into uh, learning the trade of being a, a coach. Uh, you, you can always draw up X's and O's. Everybody can X and O, but can they deal with Jimmy's and Joe's? And, and that's where the game is won and lost, understanding individuals. And I guess the last thing is, is once you decide on a philosophy of how you think you can approach this game, uh, then you're making sure that if you get the opportunity to move on. You move on as a, as a as a guy that is willing to work. There's no substitute for the attitude of a workman in in this in this game. So it's it's all about work. It's all about uh, you know being able to take what you have. You know, it's, it's being able to take things. And, and do do the right thing. You've talked about before on this program, and we've had conversations, that if you hadn't been a coach, you would have loved to have been an educator, maybe even a principal at one point. If What would you tell someone today that wants to get into coaching? Do you, do you think it's, is it still worth it? Is it still a profession that you would advise people to get into? Absolutely. Well, uh, first of all, um, you have to, to me, love, Love the game to want to continue to be go anywhere. I mean, it's the love of, of coaching. Uh, I I love coaching. Coaching was not only basketball. I was able to coach football, baseball, track. I mean, I did I, 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 on the junior high. You know, I did it everywhere, and so it was all of coaching surrounded everything possible. That's to me what a coaching is, and and so, and I got a football job. I've been a football coach. I got a baseball job at the time. I've been a baseball coach. Mm. But coaching, the heading of coaching comes under every one of. Them. So if you love the game, or you love many games, there's no reason for you not to to, to dabble in all of them, and 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 who knows where you would come out. Sometimes you can pick one and it just it doesn't pan out. But if you love coaching, that's a different story. Interesting. Are, are there things that you learn, because you played all of them, are there things that you learn, say, from football and baseball that you used and applied to basketball? 
know, the, the good thing about that, Rick, is that you can apply almost everything you, either the football, basketball, baseball, track, everything, simply because it's all about attitude and work habits. You know, uh, you work if you work and, and hard in any area, area you, you've got a chance to be good at what you do. You know, you, you gain confidence. That, that, that's so important, gaining confidence that you're able to get young men or young boys to do some of the things that that most can't get people to do. Coaching is being able to, to give them the right advice and trying to look out for the, their best welfare, not so much yours all the time. And, and when you have a youngster and who's just learning how to play, you, you, you want him to be surrounded by doing some of the things that some of the bigger kids are doing or the smaller kids are doing, like dribbling the basketball. A big guy that's tall growing up, he never gets to uh, dribble the basketball. They just suck him <laughs> under the goal and, right. and, you know, go get it and throw it to the little guard and let him dribble all the way where he needs to go. Well, a big guy ought to be able to do that because who knows how, where would he stop growing? When he, when would he stop uh, developing? And so development means all phases, all phases. Hmm. And, and, and so I, I think the most important thing of it all, if I had to do anything, is patience. The, 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 the coaches that have the most patience on that lower level are going to be the most successful and their kids are going to be a lot more successful. All right, Rick, let me do this real quick. Time to check the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting-edge technology. Classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. You may not know the answer to this. I know, Coach, I do not know the answer to this, but this uh, is from Barbara. She says, with the international cycling event in Fayetteville this weekend, does anyone on your show know if we should plan for more time to get to the West Virginia game at 1 p.m. on Saturday? Will the cycling event complicate traffic around the arena <laughs> that's, that's a funny when we don't get questions like that very often uh i would suspect the cyclists will not affect traffic at bud walton arena they'll have a different route wherever they're going and uh there are a lot of bicycle races in northwest arkansas and i've seen them they're, they're a couple that every year they go pretty close to where we live but they i suspect they will Deter them totally away from Bud Walton Arena. I think you'll be safe. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I wanted to answer our listeners, and uh, you could give us the answer, even though yeah. you might have been snickering a little bit there. That's okay. <laughs> well, think about it. Coach, Coach, you never had a problem. You got to the games early, and you had your own preferred parking spot right there by the arena. You never had to worry about traffic problems, did you? Not, not really. You, you're right because we, we're there so early. Sometimes I don't think I ever came, uh, you know, left that morning and get back till that night. So yeah, didn't, didn't go anywhere. So you know, we, we I never really had any problems. And then it seemed to me that I was the last one to leave. 
So all the traffic was gone when I got ready to leave the place. Yep. So we spent we spent pretty quite a few hours there at uh, Budwald and uh, what's the other arena? Barnhill Arena. Barnhill Arena. Barn, the barn, you know. Yep. Yeah, we spent a lot of hours there. Absolutely. Two great places to play. I mean, having a great place to play makes a big difference, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. Uh, and it, and it's, it, it, it's good for the psyche when your kids come in there and they, they've got that uh, that feel that, you know, we, no one can beat us in our field. And that's, uh, that's what you... That's what you preach all the time. You take care of home, and everything else will be okay. You got to take care of home, but first, and 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 what a what a home that was built there for, for the university. It's absolutely one of the beautiful, most beautiful uh, arenas in the country. Uh, let's see if we can squeeze in Dr. J real quick. Dr. J, you got a question or comment for Coach Richardson? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, uh, Coach. Really, really honored to be on the phone with you here. Uh, I think they should go ahead and uh, put a statue up uh, in your honor. But yep. my, 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 my question is, is uh, you know, you have the triple crown, something that no other individual or coach has achieved. I kind of want you to just kind of put that into perspective and, and, and let, and you know, kind of trying to see what that means to you. Uh, thank you, and I, I'll, I'll listen. I appreciate it. Thank Coach, you'll have to address Jack. that after the break. We'll we'll remind you the question when we come back. The okay. Triple crown. All right. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater with the coach, Coach Nolan Richardson, being brought to you by Slim Chickens. Drive time sports will continue in a moment. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks again to Slim Chickens, who makes this possible. All right, Coach, the, what does meaning? What does it mean to you by winning the triple crown of college basketball? You know, going through it, you know, you never think about what what's going to happen. You just you you play for national championships. That that was the ultimate. That's the final. That's the major goal. You know, you have conferences, and you have uh, regionals, and you have all kinds of championships, but the the main goal is to win a national championship. So when we won the junior college championship there in Snyder, that was, that, that was for me, coming out of high school right into the college three years later, winning a national championship, uh, quite an ordeal. I mean, it was big to, to me at the time. The next few years later, I'm at Tulsa University and was able to pick up an NIT championship right after I left the junior college in my first year. And that was really big, and I enjoyed it and wanted more. And then coming to Arkansas, picking up the NCAA Division One national championship. So I've always said I've had three jobs, and I left every one of those jobs with a national championship of some type. And so... Uh, there's a group of people got together and they presented me with a, a ring that has triple crown, having a oh, chance cool. to win all three. It, it, it's so special that when I look around of all the coaches in the country that's ever played or coached this game, there's only one person that's ever done that, ever. And to me, that is huge. 
though there could be someone who'll do it down the road because records are made to be broken. But at this stage, when my grandkids and great-grandkids are talking about their great-grandfather, that that will be something that will stand higher and bigger forever, winning three different national championships. And so it's, it's, it's a pride thing to me. It's a, if you talk junior college ball, I can talk to you about it. I won one. You want to talk mid-major? I've, I've been in mid-major. I've won the NIT. And that was back in the days when they only had 49, 48 teams in the NCAA. The rest was at the NIT. And so it, it changed so much that it, it has less, you know, watered down more because you got 64, 68 teams in the NCAA now. They didn't have that back then. So it, it is a pride kind of a situation that I will always cherish and enjoy being to say, yeah, I worked at three jobs and I left three championships. That's cool. All right, this uh, coach from our Asher Record Service Company, live in feedback. Um, let's get to Michael first. Uh, could you let us know again where to electronically for Coach Richardson's charity? Tell him my whole family has great respect for what he did for Arkansas basketball and what you're still doing for Arkansas. So glad he lives here in northwest Arkansas. It's very easy. You just go get on the Internet and go to Give to Yvonne, G-I-V-E-T-O-Y-V-O-N-N-E, all lowercase, dot com. Give to Yvonne dot com and take it from there. That's how you do it electronically. And then the second question is, Jim wants to know, Coach, how did you find Lindsey Howell? Oh, well, I went to see another kid. I went to see a big boy about six foot eleven, in, in, in their preseason pickup type game. And Lindsey Howell, I was watching the big guy. You know, I, the worst thing to, to have me is to watch a big lazy guy. You know, they were playing in the game. All he did was shoot threes, and I'm saying, this is the guy we were recruiting. I was talking to one of our assistants. And yeah, I said, but who's that little guy who gets all the rebounds? <laughs> he was six four, but compared to the one that I was looking at, it's five six inches different. And every time he would do something, I'm saying, God, why? I, I bet you a lot of people are on him. And so I asked this coach. I said, Coach, is Lindsey, this boy, is, is, is anybody asking? He said, well, Yeah, he said he was going to go to North Texas. State University. I said, North Texas? I said, yeah. I said, no, he's better than North Texas, Coach. He said, well, that's, that's all it's recruiting. So I said, you mind if I talk to him? <laughs> we had a long conversation, and I asked him to come up and visit the university. Right then, I knew that this guy had a chance to be change your program because, you know, sometimes it ain't how big the dog is a fight. It's how much fight in the dog. And this guy had a fight. So uh, that's, that's how it all happened. Going to see another player and see somebody else I like way better than the one I went to see. <laughs> I was never that fortunate, Coach. They, they, <laughs> they never had to worry about me uh, when they came out to scout somebody else. Uh, let's talk to Rob. Rob, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Richardson. Good afternoon. Thank you, Coach Richardson, for 
Boom, the Razorbacks be part of your Triple Crown achievement. Uh, we will forever love you for it. I just want to ask you, uh, in the 90s surrounding all the things about uh, Sunday out of bio and what most Razorback fans who knew a little bit about it call it a tremendously unfair accusations of the Razorback program at that time, is there any truth to the rumor that it was another team in red whose either administration or boosters has something to do with that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Long pause there. He, basically, right. what he, he was asking is, <clears throat> did some, somebody that uh, his school of colors is also red, uh, did they – did they turn in evidence on Sunday at a bio, which turned out to be totally false, and you got at a bio back, which is amazing. So you can answer that right. if you choose. That's up to you if you want to answer that or not. Well, he, what was it that he wanted to know? He wanted to know, basically, if there was a school that turned you in on that that you're aware of. Oh. Well, you know, we were recruiting really heavy against Missouri, and, uh, and you're right, it, they, they uh, did the wrong thing to pull Sunday. He, he ended up going over to Memphis, and, uh, and, and we go over there and, and, and out of bio beats us. And then the next year, he's back with me, and they come over here, and he beats us. So he never lost it. <laughs> Wherever he went, that's where we won. So, but uh, they, they, they obviously were way off beat to have him dismiss along with Jesse Pate. Yeah, you know, and that's when I was telling you that I thought that team would be a Final Four basketball team with yeah. Jesse Page and Sunday out of bio, and now we're down to practice playing for for the Sweet Sixteen. It's and st- amazing how close still, we were. That's right, still made it, Sweet Sixteen. Coach, we're out of time. Thank you, my friend. This this time always goes way too quickly. Coach Nolan Richardson, thanks to the Slim Chickens. 